embarrass myself a little bit less with my dances because people can see them now. They can only see them if they go to our YouTube channel, though. <laughs> Ayo! Casual self-promo. <laughs> okay, guys, we have a YouTube channel now. <gasps> yeah, and... we do! I know we like plug it every week, but we're excited. Well, it's new, so... It is new. Um... Yeah, this is Hot for Justice. Hi, I'm Jessica. And hi, I'm Jaime. And Jaime. guess what we're talking about today? Uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Yes, Mysteries season of the two. Unresolved Variety. Oh, season two of the new one, not on Netflix. Episode six. Hell yeah. Entitled The Finale. Stolen Kids. Finale for now until they come out with season three. Fair, 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 fair. The Hopefully. season two finale. Um, so, opening scene it's very this way, episode this was really big fucking sad me. yeah it's you know they're all sad but when they involve children like i literally would die well yeah and like i i mean we're gonna get further into this so obviously this is about like baby snatchers Missing, and like because it's that called were stolen up. kids yeah and they do talk about this in the episode and i'm gonna bring it up because i think it's like really sad so one of the things that they were talking about with like people who steal kids is that it's not always for like black market reasons or like child trafficking or whatever sometimes it's like really just fucking sad people that like can't have kids of their own for some reason and they're like well i want this baby so fucking bad that i will literally do anything and steal uh, steal someone else's child so i can have this feeling of being a mother or a father or whatever and like while i think that's like the saddest reason to do it don't do it no like, there's so many other options. Like, literally so many options. Yes. I like, mean, I, I know adoption's, like, moss expensive. And I mean, like, moss expensive. Yeah. But, like, there's programs. There's, you know, there's individual adoptions that are much cheaper. Other, you could other foster. Agencies. You could. You can foster. You can do a lot of things. There's a lot of it? options. So um, this is my PSA. Like, I understand that, like, you're so sad. Like, I, I, I get it. But, like, imagine the damage you're doing to other people. So many people. And that child. Okay, here's at the heart of it. Being a parent is about being selfless. And Mm -hmm. if you are selfish enough to steal someone else's baby because you can't have one, like, I'm sorry. You're already fucking up. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve that child. No. So, like, again, like, I get it's, like, a desperation thing. But, like, no. Like, I mean, no. there's no way that people wouldn't find out, especially now when, like, you literally get to be, a, you know, however old and you want to do a DNA test. Like, how are you going to – you know? One of the girls that they talked – I think it was one of the uh, – I think it was a girl in this episode. They, like, grew up and then they were, like, applying for something and needed their birth certificate. And they're like, oh, the birth certificate you have is a fake. Yeah. Like, you need your real one. And she's like, what? And then she did some digging and turns out, like, the parents she thought she had her whole ass life stole her. Yeah. Could you imagine? No! And then, Could you imagine being a fucking, I mean, any, like, you know, teenage to adult age, and then, like, fucking finding out your parents stole you as a baby? Like, what? Well, do you remember there was a case, like, not that long ago that that um, a woman was found out. She, like, dressed as a nurse, went to a hospital room, took a newborn, yep. raised her as her own daughter... And then was found out and arrested. And the daughter was still like, well, she's still my mom. Like, could you imagine being her actual mom? No. I can't even imagine what that would do to a child. Like, 
the confusion and the hurt and uh, <sighs> anyways like, the word disrespect comes to my mind i know that's not like what's intended but like the like the feeling that like the biological mom must have of like right i mean not, you don't like, disrespect isn't like the right word like but it's like it would be hurtful you know, it would be yeah. hurtful because it wasn't like you just gave the kid up for adoption which if, if for some people that is yeah what they have to do and i totally respect that but yeah and like in some cases like i think that's totally beautiful and you know you can give your child a better life absolutely stolen from you and you had no control yeah. over that um but anyway so this um right. sorry i needed to takes, have my soapbox moment for a it's okay. second it's okay this takes place in harlem new york 1989 um and it talks about how it's a tough place to live in um dangerous and uh allison dansby who she had a two a three and a two-year-old uh christopher and levon um they lived in the martin luther king towers and they went to the park one day in may and mind you this is a huge fucking apartment complex yes or like complexes it's like huge massive multiple buildings huge buildings yes massive just for some context they went to the park the park was very crowded allison Mm. is there with her mom and christopher and she leaves christopher with her mom um when allison comes back 30 minutes later christopher is nowhere to be found there were a total of five family members in that park watching the kids and christopher is just gone and he was he's two so people are freaking out here's what i totally give credit the police hopped on this immediately they really did and i was very happy to see that yeah because you don't always see that especially in like what like 80s new york in harlem like and right this family with a family of color yes so immediately cops full force helicopters um looking for christopher they got scuba divers in case he fell into the lake that was nearby they bought brought dogs to track his scent Um, they fucking mobilized they did and they didn't find him they thought maybe well it could have been like a family member that took him because christopher's dad was um i guess i don't know exactly their situation but he was in florida um you know the mom was living in new york with the kids but he did uh cooperate with the police in questioning they didn't seem to think he was involved so um it's, it said the police also looked into like a drug aspect the mom used to use, but yeah, because this is the point in the documentary where they kind of bring up like child trafficking as a thing, and that like you know, especially like cute little kids can like you can get a lot of money for them. Yeah, and like if she was a you know previous drug user, maybe that was a motive for her to get rid of her own kid. Yeah, which. Like, I'm sorry, accusing anybody of that is, like, so shitty. Especially, like... While they're going Someone that the just lost of, their kid. Yeah. Like, fuck! I mean, like, I get that you are trying to do your due diligence or whatever. Like, and trying to, you know, allegedly go down every rabbit hole you can. But, like, fuck all the way off. But it said that <laughs> she was, like, an ex-user, so, like... Right. It's not even like, really relevant to that anymore, but... Yeah, and, like, um... One of the kids' aunts, like, says that they're basically, like, trying to, like, Divert you know, the almost attention. victim blame. Um, um, and then, so three months later, we're introduced to a new family. Her name's, or a new woman named Rosa. Her, 
her son Shane went missing from the same park in August of the same year. So May, June, July, August, three months later. Um, so she said they, you know, wanted to go play. She sat on the bench. Shane was playing and then he was gone. The police tried to find him too, but they didn't. Um, they said that they thought maybe the kids that they, that, um, like Shane and Christopher were playing with could have been like decoys to distract, you know, the kids or whatever so that they could take them. But... There was no indication that that was actually real. Um, So then, like you said, they talked about how there could have been, like, a baby black market. Um, It's not like it's a hard thing to... I mean, it's hard to imagine, but it's not, like, it's not uncommon. Right. Like, you know, a normal person with normal thought patterns does think it's unthinkable. Like, how could you sell a human basically online you know or whatever right i mean it, but it does especially now oh my god right but like it's happening probably i mean probably definitely right now as we speak yeah right for sure and it's a very fucking real problem it's a very fucking scary thing to think about um it's i mean it's and it's something that again like normal people would probably not cross their minds very often mm-hmm. and it's just fucking sad yeah Yep, so, I mean, that's really, like, it It just kind of talks about babies being kidnapped and hopefully they, yeah. they think that these children might be alive because they probably were given to families who couldn't have their own kids. Um, yeah. Um, and in that case, you know, maybe one day they will do an ancestry DNA thing or 23andMe and find out they're not related to who they think they are at all. Yeah, and it's just wild. And the end of this episode is um, what I was alluding to earlier. Um, the gal who, uh, like, basically her whole life thought she was somebody's daughter, but her fake mom uh, had dressed up as a nurse and plucked her out of a hospital. Um, like, her, her real name was Carlina White. Uh, or Yeah, Carlina. And Carlina. then uh, she was renamed as Nancy Nett. Um it's just it's really wild to have like basically a whole ass life you had no idea that existed and the woman who kidnapped her was sent to prison um and so at the end of the episode which i thought was really chilling they show each of these children as the age they would be now progressed yeah and yeah it's it makes me so sad like i hope they're out there i mean yeah you would hope that and I, i do think that they probably are Um, Because typically with, like, you know, child kidnappings, for the most part, you know, they are just, like, kidnapped. They're not often, they're not always murdered. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on their age, though. Or in the person. Right. But, I mean, usually, like, babies, it's, you know, like, really little kids. It's more for, you know, like, child trafficking in some capacity. Um, Like, most people aren't stealing a baby to kill it. Most people. I would hope not. No, most, like, I mean, most baby killings are usually, like, in the family murders, yeah. Which is also fucking deplorable, but... This whole episode is, like, really hard to watch. Um, Yeah, especially if you had... The whole time I was, like, thinking of you, I was like, I can't even imagine watching this while having a kid. 
Like, I, I would be distraught if someone stole my fucking cat. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, like, and now in hospitals, that situation is, at least in our experience, so, like, right when you have your baby, you get mm-hmm. matching bracelets, and then um, they have, like, this thing on their foot that it's an alarm. Even if you're the parent and you walk past a certain boundary, the alarms go off and the doors shut. So you can't leave with the baby. And the nurses all have specific thing tags on their mm-hmm. stuff so that they're like, well, if someone comes in here without this tag, then um, that is not... They're not allowed to be here. No. And, and you know, they're like, do not give your... Obviously, don't... <laughs> don't give the baby to anybody who comes in and says we need to take her somewhere for this or that because that's not um I felt so weird like even because after I had Emerson um I had her in the morning obviously we had visitors throughout the day I was so tired and then when we people left and we were getting ready to settle down to go to sleep she just screamed and she wouldn't go to sleep and so (laughs) She screamed and screamed, and it was, like, 3 in the morning. No, it was later than that. It was probably, like, 5, and the nurse, like, I was, like, a, in tears, and she was, like, I'm just going to take her for an hour. And then I was, like, what if she's not going to bring my baby back? <laughs> <laughs> but she was my Spoiler nurse alert, the whole the baby the, was brought back. Right. <laughs> she was my nurse the whole night, so, like, obviously she's not going to just right. take my baby. Anyways, so she, she was, while she was charting, she had Emmy for me, so I could at least sleep for a, a little bit. Um, but yeah, they, which is great. They take that super seriously now, which it really does give you some peace of mind because I was thinking like back when we were born, they would take you into a whole ass nursery without your parents. Right. Like, like, yeah. Like there were like these rooms with just like babies on babies. Like you see in the movies. Right. And like, uh, I was going to say like before you, you got here, I was like, they don't do that anymore, like, yeah. for this reason. Like, just rooms of babies. <laughs> Could you imagine? But also, like, your baby should be with you. <laughs> like, right. why couldn't... the Whatever, I don't know. But anyways, that was her. our experience. So I remember when we were getting ready to leave with Emmy, I was like, oh, can you... Do you need to take her bracelet off so we can leave? <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah, we already did that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> But I, yeah, I didn't know. They were very, like, strict about it. That's awesome. Yeah. I am glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, I was like, because I've worked in a hospital before, but I did not work at the, like, part of the building with the babies, so I, I was not privy to that information. Yeah. I'm sure every hospital has, does it a little differently, but to some yeah. aspect the same, like, it's, it's a good thing, though. Oh, absolutely. People are like, psychos. Right, and, like, cl- like, clearly, like, in the, like, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, this was an issue. Like, of people just going to hospitals and plucking babies out. Like, this this wasn't uncommon, yeah. unfortunately. Like, it was a lot yeah. more common, you know, along, further back, but I mean. I remember listening to a podcast. It was, like, an old-timey, uh, an mm-hmm. old-time case, but cases. This woman was literally, like, would go into houses and be, like, you need to give me your baby for xyz reason or whatever and like would convince these parents to give their her their kids and then she would sell them what uh, yeah i'll have to find it if i can i can't remember what the what the sh- i think it might have been criminal the like sh- i hate to say this but i think i'm a little impressed <laughs> well it was like <laughs> early 1900s maybe late 1800s right. yeah 
but that's still <laughs> insanity i know like right? could you imagine like hey um like someone just like da, 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 da. i mean you have you, you have a no soliciting sign anyway so hopefully I nobody's do. just coming up knocking on your door oh um, my gosh like yeah. knock knock i just thought about your experience the other week tell, let's tell let a me, story while let me here. tell you you guys i'm sp- i was pissed so a bitch was hot i have a no <laughs> soliciting sign there are several reasons for this sign. I don't want to buy your shit. And every time my doorbell rings, my dogs act like it's the end of the world. And right. they that's go off. That's what I was going to say. You've had this forever because your dogs freak out. Like they do. Mostly, that's mostly your deal. And like it pisses me off. Pre-baby. You've had this for years. Yes. So like It's not like this is a new occurrence. Right. It's been there. So I get a doorbell ring and I'm like, oh, it's probably the mailman or something because sometimes they know like the amazon dude knows better than to ring the doorbell because he can immediately hear me shut up to the dogs but the regular mailman does not know yet so um yeah i get a doorbell ring i'm like the dogs are freaking out emmy's just got her to sleep and i open the door and i was expecting to to not see anybody i was expecting to see a package well there's two girls standing at my door and she was like, oh, hi, hi, blah, blah, And I was like, hi, like, what do you want? First off, no masks. Oh, by the way, yeah, no, I was going to say, you forgot the worst part. No masks standing at my door. And then she goes, oh, uh, I just see your no soliciting sign, but I just have to tell you about this deal we're running. And I was like, I have a sleeping baby. And then she keeps talking as the dogs are still freaking out. And I'm like, I am not interested and I close the door and I know it was rude and I generally am not rude to people but like do not show up at my house ignore my no soliciting sign with no mask on in the middle of a pandemic after I tell you I just got my baby to sleep like go away you're so much nicer than I am (laughs) I would have just looked at them and said you know like what do you want yeah and then the second they tried to say I saw your no soliciting sign but I would have put the door in their face yeah i would have not said a fucking nether word and just shut that thing i was pissed particularly oh, no. the no mask thing right we're in a fucking panorama okay <laughs> in <a> panorama <laughs> like the audacity that you would have to come to my door with no mask on and try to sell me shit like go away amidst a so, parallelogram yeah. like how fucking dare you I texted immediately in our group chat to Jamie and Audrey and I was like, bitches. <laughs> and I was like, hey, put them in Harlow's cage. I'll be there in an hour. I know, right? <laughs> oh, I should have just opened let Harlow go eat them. Yeah. You been, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, you, you were warned with my no soliciting sign. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so that was my Bitch. story. I was pissed. That was my dicking off section. What about you? Um. Mine is actually, I remembered the thing that I was going to share on Monday. Oh, yeah. Um, And it wasn't a television show like I thought it was. It was a book. Um, I've been listening to this audiobook for the last several days. um, Mm -hmm. On Audible, not Spawn, unfortunately. Audible. But if you've never... Yes. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I will say, though, if you've never used Audible before and you are interested in any book I ever talk about, send me a DM and I can send you your first book for free. Yay. Anyways, the book I'm about to talk about specifically, I'm going to pull it up so I don't fuck up the title. Um, yeah, it looked is... interesting. I saw your post about it. Yeah, I'm like really digging it so far. I'm like two thirds of the way done mm-hmm. or three quarters of the way done. It's called Clean and White, A History of Environmental Racism in the United States. And it's by 
uh, Carl A. Zimrig. Um, really fucking interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, on this podcast, we are committed to being anti-racist, mm-hmm. um, and that means in any and all aspects of our lives. I am, if no one, if you don't know, I'm really into, like, you know, trying to be as eco-friendly as possible and, and you know, yeah. environmentalism and all of that shit. Um, so this was recommended by an eco-friendly influencer girl that I follow. Um, she has a black wife and she was like, oh, like, you know, this is actually a really great, like, his- like history of the U.S. and, like, the sanitation, um, like, careers and, like, all of that. It's so fucking interesting, like, um, like, they start, like, at the beginning of, like, colonization all the way through, like, modern times, and they talk oh, about how, cool. like, um, the sanitation, like, industry has, like, changed over time, and how, like, for a long time, it was immigrants and people of color that worked in these sanit- sanitization, like, um, you know, fields, and, but, like, people, like, constantly thought they were dirty because they weren't white, um, and it was just, like, a stigma that these, you know, people of color had, and even, like, um, you know, what people would consider, like, non-white Europeans, like, you know, like, Jewish people, and, you know, people that were, like, Eastern European, um, Southern Europe, you know, people like that, that were, um, also emigrating to America at the time, how they were thought of as less than than native-born white people. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really fucking interesting, highly, highly recommend, um, I don't think it's very expensive if you buy it other than you know audible yeah definitely worth the audible credit nice um very interesting highly recommend okay i don't like audible personally unless i'm driving which i'm not driving but i love to read it on paperback so maybe i'll give that a go no it's like i said really fucking interesting i didn't think i was going to like a history book as much as i would have yeah (laughs) that's cool Um, but the subject matter is really interesting and i've learned a lot about like a lot of different you know backgrounds and their relationship to you know ideas of cleanliness and yeah health that's and interesting all that. I'm, yeah i'm definitely send well we'll put that in the show notes for anybody who's mm-hmm. interested um and then next week we'll have a uh, be back with a rig and mm-hmm. um the recap will be the beginning of the night stock yes thank you i was like trying to <laughs> remember which one yes um and I, I knew I needed there was somewhere I needed to go and it just like left my brain which is probably like, a good so indication I, I should probably wrap this up <laughs> yeah I think it's about time to wrap this bitch up so we'll catch you next week yes. with the regular episode and then the night stalker mm-hmm. yep goodbye bye